to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast, the 25th of August, 2023. Happy Friday to you. And man, we could use this weekend, couldn't we? I am Derek Hunter. I'm the host. That's why it's called the Derek Hunter Podcast. Appreciate you listening, downloading, sharing, telling a friend. Please keep doing that. Share on social media, whatever you got. And you can email me, DerekAllenHunter at gmail.com. Don't forget at uh, midnight tonight. And it's... Uh, D-E-R-E-K-A-L-L-A-N, just so you know. I'm sure there are other permutations of that. People are getting emails going, what the hell is this? Why are you people writing me? I didn't say that. But uh, you got it. And uh, you can get the Week in F and Review and all the other bonus content at patreon.com slash Derek Hunter Podcast or DerekHunter.locals.com where you can also get the uh, Enter the Contest. Autograph book between Senator Mike Lee. I can't remember this. Why? That's why the sound went bad. I was looking on for the the books. Mike Lee versus autographed book by Gene Hackman. There's a co-author with Gene Hackman, but let's just be honest. Gene Hackman, two-time Oscar winner, is the money draw there of the two. And so, check it out. It's all explained. Well, it's not really explained. Just enter your name, and if my kid draws your name, you get the book. Period. End of story. All right. The president, the former president of the United States has been booked, but I don't see the mugshot. Now, it's currently nine o'clock. I'm seeing reports, of course, by people who don't know that the mugshot won't be released until the morning. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. What I'd like to think is Trump told these people to get bent. There's not going to be a mugshot. I'm not going to be fingerprinted. And they tried to say, well, yes, you will. And the Secret Service reminded them of the supremacy of federal law and the laws that say that you cannot interfere with the Secret Service and commission of their jobs in any way, shape, or form. So if you try to lay hands on the former president, your ass is going down. I'd like to think that. I don't know. You'll you'll know by the time you hear this, probably, whether or not there was a mugshot released. But other people's mugshots have been released, and that's the whole point of this exercise. There isn't much of a case, but the spank bank over at MSNBC is now full. Forgive the crudeness, but it isn't vulgar. It's Well, it is, but whatever. It's what the Democrats wanted. It's what the Democrats desperately needed. They're trying to prop up Weekend at Bernie's for re-election because they can't throw him overboard. They cheered him for being so wildly historic, for picking the first woman and the first black woman, although she's black most of the time, but when it suits their purposes, she's also Indian. Woman to be vice president. And they also have to reconcile with the knowledge that she's wildly unpopular. People just don't like her. She is unlikable. So if they get rid of the senile corpse that they are marionetting around, they got her as default. They've got her as default. Well, yes, they've got Gavin Newsom waiting in the wings. He's They got RFK Jr., but they're never going to come around to that. But they've got Gavin Newsom ready to go. He's Boy, he is 
ready to go. He's like popped a Viagra before the date even showed up. He is rip roaring and ready to go. The problem is if the Democratic Party embraces a rich white dude over the first female African-American, Asian-American woman who when they they'll remember periodically what a woman is, vice presidential vice president actually then they will piss off a whole bunch of people who they've conditioned to think that everything that i just listed there that doesn't matter is all that matters and they will then see the racism that democrats have been spewing about and talking about and insisting is everywhere and they'll see it in their own backyards. They'll see it in their own party. I don't think these people will wake up and smell the feces that they've been shoveled all these years, but I do believe they would be demoralized and not go vote. They would be demoralized and not go vote. So they need, I mean, if you're a real true hardcore believer and you think, oh man, progress we've got a brilliant woman she's a minority woman two minorities oh the only way it could be better is if she were a lesbian and then uh, it, it she's thrown under the bus that's gonna leave a mark those people will hate they hate donald trump but they hate racism more they figure donald trump is a race then they come and find out that their own team is racist, it would be their own team is racist too because they would never go and make the connection that Republicans aren't in fact racist. They just treat people as people. See, Democrats demand special treatment based on skin color and somehow took that, the very definition of racism, and turned that into, this is anti-racism, treating people differently based on their skin color. It's why it's anti-racism. It's insane. It's stupid. That's why it appeals only to stupid people. That's why we have an education system that churns out stupid people at an alarming rate because Democrats are in charge of it in the urban centers. So, yeah, there you go. So anyway, Donald Trump turned himself in. I would like to think he told the lady to get bent. You're not getting a uh, a mugshot. We shall see. But that mugshot, if it does exist, will be out tomorrow and be on T-shirts. The T-shirts have already been ordered. They're sitting there waiting for the silk screen to come in. So we'll see. I would play the president. The president came over and gave remarks, but they were like a minute long. And there's really nothing. It was just it was a sad day. and blah. It just It's not worth playing. Plus the audio, he's near the plane. The audio is not of the best quality. So... We're going to skip that and get to the rest of the news. And I want to talk about the debate last night again. Not because I want to play audio from the debate. I don't honestly care to play audio from the debate because Fox has their stupid rules in place. And quite frankly, screw them. I will say that Fox got gangbuster numbers. They're like 12.8 million people watched that debate. 12.8 million, that's a huge number. And it should be a wake-up call to Donald Trump that, yeah, your support is your support, but there is an appetite, there is a curiosity that maybe the polls are not picking up on. And I'm not going to, I went through last night with Brian Darling about who won 
and who didn't and who did well and who didn't. So there's no point in rehashing that. But, excuse me, tired. Got up at like 5 o'clock this morning. Uh, But it's worth revisiting one particular point that the left has been stepping on the necks of each other to try and counter. And it tells you the fear with which the Democrats have responded to this tells you a lot about what they know or at least believe the electorate to be. And it is where Ron DeSantis talked about abortion. Talked about abortion. Ron DeSantis, the quote they have here is, we're better than what the Democrats are selling. We are not going to allow abortion all the way up till birth, and we will hold them accountable for their extremism. Now, the media, of course, has jumped all over this. Ginger Goebbels, Jen Psaki, the White House spokesmodel who now works at MSNBC, still holds the White House job. Essentially, she's just getting paid through MSNBC, tweeted out, nobody is advocating for it. Nobody supports. Nobody wants It's not true. Abortion up to birth, not true. Which is weird. There's a whole bunch of leftists. Katie Couric was out there doing it. They all said, no, 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 no. There's no abortion up until... Uh, up until birth, forgetting about Ralph North and forgetting about all the Democrats who have fought feverishly to keep abortion legal up until the moment of birth and have talked about it publicly and regularly because they're evil people. Now, just for fun, I'm going to play this video for you, this audio for you. The DeSantis team put it together because the left went after him. Nobody's nobody, ever, ever, ever say that. Here is a montage. It's a long montage, but it is an important montage because the left is now insisting that no one, Ginger Goebbels tweeted, quote, no one supports abortion up until birth. Here's Democrats supporting abortion up until birth. Do you support any restrictions on abortion? I don't. I've always believed... Even in the third trimester? Do you think there should be any limitation on abortions? Uh, no, I do not. Up till now, my understanding is there wasn't a limit on when in a pregnancy a woman could receive an abortion. Have you set any limit on There are no limits. Is there a cutoff for you before that point? No, to me, it's, it, it's a reproductive, it's a health care decision. It's up to women to make that decision. Where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth. She has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give a birth. Would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? My bill would allow that, yes. Virginia's governor says he has no regrets on his comments earlier this week defending abortion, even as a baby is being born. If a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, The infant would be delivered. uh, The infant would be kept comfortable. uh, The infant would be resuscitated if if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mothers. Are you for what he said or late-term abortion or the moments that he was talking about? where you would keep a woman comfortable after she was giving birth in case she wanted to abort her third-term child? I don't know all his comments, but what I do know is that I am for a woman having the right to make a choice about her own body. State lawmakers in New York approved a law permitting abortion in the state up until birth. Cuomo applauded the legislation and marked the occasion by lighting the spire of the One World Trade Center pink to celebrate. Eight months into pregnancy, 
should a woman be allowed legally to have an abortion? Again, I've told you I believe women's right to choose, period. At the Capitol today, a House committee approved a bill that would remove restrictions on abortions performed in Minnesota. The bill would erase the requirements such as parental notification, or that clinics can only handle first trimester abortions, that patients be told about possible links to cancer, and the 24-hour waiting period. The bill would repeal a law that requires doctors to save any baby born alive during an abortion. Those in favor of Prop 1 include Governor Newsom, the California Democratic Party, and abortion rights groups such as the Planned Parenthood affiliates of California. It would remove all restrictions on abortion, allowing for late-term abortion even up until the moment of birth, even if both mother and baby are healthy. Now, he is vowing to fight here and says this new law makes it very clear where California stands on the issue, a sanctuary for abortion care. Governor Gavin Newsom announced a new abortion marketing website establishing California as the nation's taxpayer-funded abortion state. The president is prepared to sign the Women's Health Protection Act, the so-called Women's Health Protection Act, that would have nullified state and religious freedom laws across the country with respect to abortions and allowed late-term abortions without any notable restrictions in most cases. Does he support any limits on abortion? He supports the right of a woman to make choices about her own body. Do you support any limitation on abortion or does it? do you think that women should have the right to have an abortion all the way up to nine months? That should be a choice made between a doctor and a woman. You do it by not setting arbitrary gestational limits. Do you believe at any point in pregnancy, whether it's at six weeks or eight weeks or 24 weeks or whenever, that there should be any limit on a woman's right to have an abortion? I trust women to draw the line. Senator Warren, would you put limits on uh, any limits on abortion? I would make certain that every woman has access to the full range of reproductive health care services, and that includes birth control, it includes abortion. Any kind of uh, limit for abortion, where, where do you go? F 15 weeks? Do you, uh, what do you do? Where do you go? Look, there is no one-size-fits-all limit. You would veto any law with any limit on abortion? I would veto any additional restrictions on abortion that are sent to my desk as governor, yes. Do you believe that a woman should be able to terminate a pregnancy up until the moment of birth? Look, I think that that happens very, very rarely, but at the end of the day, I believe that the decision over abortion belongs to a woman and a physician. My question was about any limits to abortion at any point, you know, late term, anything. You, you, you got to leave it up to the to the woman. Do you believe there should be any restrictions on abortion? I, I don't. I was born September 8, 1989, and I want to know if you think on September 7th, 1989, my life had no value. This is a decision that neither you, nor I, nor the United States government should be making. That's a decision for the woman to make. There it is. The face of evil, the Democratic Party. Right up until that moment, Beto O'Rourke couldn't even say, does my life have any value the day before I was born? No. Of course, Beto O'Rourke wouldn't think your life had any value that that day after you were born or 30 years later it's that simple if you are not useless to, if you are not useful to democrats you are useless your life has no value well the washington post did a fact check of course glenn kessler to the rescue to protect democrats and uh he, he was doing a fact check throughout the debate and he fact checked that uh, ron DeSantis quote about 
uh, abortion all the way up till birth. He writes, quote, This is a common Republican talking point that Democrats support nationwide abortion on demand up until the moment of birth. The implication is that late-term abortions are common, that they are routinely accepted by Democrats. Now, wait a second, that's not the implication. The implication would be if they said that he said Democrats support abortion up until the moment of birth. They wouldn't have said he would have said that abortion happens all the time up until the moment of birth. That's the case. Democrats allow and support abortion up until birth. That it doesn't happen all the damn time doesn't really matter. Right. He moves the goalpost in the midst of his fact check says the reality, according to federal and state data, is abortions past the point of viability are extremely rare. Again, you are arguing something, Glenn Kessler, that no one has argued. So congratulations, you have built a straw man and you have successfully set him on fire. When they do happen, they often involve painful, emotional, and even moral decisions. Huh, okay, that still doesn't change anything. Does it? Does it change the facts, the circumstances, the way that people had the feels? I feel, I feel really disturbed about having to abort this eight and a half month old fetus in me. But you know what? What are you going to do? And about two thirds of abortions occur at eight weeks of pregnancy or earlier, and nearly ninety percent take place in the first twelve weeks, or within most definitions of the first trimester, according to the Guttmacher Institute, which favors abortion. They advocate for abortion rights. They don't pay me. About 5.5% of abortions take place after 15 weeks, with just 1.3% at 21 weeks or longer, meaning the third trimester well past the point of viability. Now notice and remember what I always tell you. If you control the unit of measure, you control everything. And if somebody gives you just percentages, they're trying to hide the raw numbers. See, because then you can say, well, we've had a 100% increase in the number of homicides. Okay, what was the number of homicides? No, 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 it's, they've increased 100% under my opponent. That could be that they went from 1,000 to 2,000, or it could be that they went from 1 to 2. If they're not giving you the numbers, you can assume it's the lower one. Well, 1.3%. 1.3%. Three percent is the number that is well. The fetus is viable. It's just one point three percent. So let me grab my phone here for a second, just for fun. Let's do a little math together, shall we? Nothing says sexy time like doing math together. There are at least one million. It's roughly one million abortions a year. The vast majority, or at least half of them, are black people. Okay. One million. So if you got uh, 1.3%, that leaves 98.7%. So we'll do minus 98.7 and then percent just for fun. That eliminates 987,000 abortions, leaving 13,000 abortions still. It's rare, relatively speaking. You notice they don't ever tell you how rare it is because it's not all that rare, as a matter of fact, because you have 13,000 abortions is 1.3% of the million annually. Let's just divide that by 52. That's 250 abortions per week. Just for fun, we'll take the 13,000 again. We'll divide that by 365. That is 35.6 abortions per day. Again, is that a small number or a large number? Now, if there were 36 people shot and killed 
every week or 250 people shot and killed every week or a mass shooting. Or sh- I mean, it's a weekend in Chicago. There probably are that many people killed every week. But in one given day or what have you, you would never hear the end of it unless they were black and then the media would never talk about it. But abortion, that's no big deal. No big deal. They'll use those same numbers and we need to ban guns. We need to ban all the guns. We're killing people. We're killing people. We're killing people. When the vast majority of people being killed are involved, it's usually gang violence if you really want to get down to it. So what do you get? You get 13,000 people that will never be every single year. And you say, well, that's just a small percentage. Well, how many people killed will matter? At what point does it become not a small percentage? Is it is five percent not a small percentage? Is, is it is there a threshold at which Democrats will care? No, there is not, because unlike what Ginger Goebbels tweeted, the Democrats do in fact support abortion on demand up until the moment of birth, and probably a little time after, because they are sick and evil people. And the fact that the Washington Post went and, quote, fact-checked something that was not an issue, something that was not in question, tells you everything you need to know. The left is terrified of this because they know that is wildly unpopular. There comes a certain point where you do your duty, you do your business, or you get off the pot, all right? Even pro-choice, pro-abortion Americans, unless they're the real advocate types who generally had a couple abortions and are riddled with guilt about it and don't want to talk about it, but they want to pretend that it's normal and everybody does it while trying to convince more people to do it so they can feel normal. Even uh, everybody short of them goes, you know what, three, four months, you should make up your mind. You should have your mind made up, okay, by then. Once the baby can live outside of you, it's too late. Sorry, you can't do it. And Democrats are terrified of people making the connection between what they say they support and what they actually support. Because what they actually support is wildly unpopular with people. With people who even are generally with them on the concept. So they have to lie. They have to pretend nobody would ever do that, even though you got five minutes long of them saying, including Ginger Goebbels herself, Jen Psaki, saying up until the moment of birth, it doesn't matter. Who the hell do you think you are? They truly, really, genuinely are bad people. I mean that in every sense of the word, as they are cheering the destruction of our political system in the name of you know, weaponizing the criminal justice system. These people are laughing. These people are giggling. These people are having a gay old time. They often advocate for Americans, leftists, to go up to the conservatives that they dislike and get in their faces and scream at them and do not let them in polite society, etc., etc. We should return that favor. These people are bad people. They need a big old dose of their own freaking medicine And they need it sooner rather than later. They just do. So I thought it was interesting that all these leftists were running around on social media going, nobody support, nobody. All right, all right, let's introduce a bill to ban unicorns or ban unicorn abuse. Let's end unicorn abuse. There's no such thing as unicorns. Well, good. Then we could pass a law 
or pass a bill into law that makes abusing a unicorn a capital offense. You can be executed for doing it. That'd be fine, right? Well, I'm opposed to the death. Well, it doesn't matter. If unicorns don't exist, you can still pass this bill, make it a law, and no one will ever be punished for it, and my delusions will have been embraced, and you'll make me feel good about myself, right? They wouldn't do that. They don't like the concept of the death penalty, but they wouldn't really have much of an argument against it. So when it comes to abortion, late-term abortion, you do have to wonder if nobody supports this, nobody advocates for it, and it never happens. They always say that. It never happens, and it's so rare. Both of, both of which can't be true. It either never happens or it's rare. If, it, if it's rare, it happens. The word never is pretty absolute. But they never have to answer for it. Make them answer for it. If you see these people out in polite society, remind them of who they are and what they've said, the lies that they have told. They should not be able to enjoy a pleasant meal any more than Ted Cruz or Brett Kavanaugh should be allowed to have a pleasant meal with family. If they will not allow conservatives to live their lives off the clock, then why should they be allowed to? It's an escalation, yes, but tough. I really don't care. I'm really losing my ability to care or respect these people. So, yes, give them a dose of their own medicine. It's their own damn fault that it's a giant, spiky, prickly, dry, long suppository. To hell with them. I want to point this out to you about, uh, see, the left hates Elon Musk now. They, it's weird because like the Daily Mail's, they've got over 200 million views of Tucker's, there's not 200 million views of Tucker's uh, interview with Trump. There aren't 200 million people who care enough to watch a 46-minute video. It's if you watch two seconds of it, even on mute. I've scrolled past it, I don't know, 100 times by now, so I count 100 times in that. If you've seen it on Twitter at all without even watching it, uh, you count it as every time you saw it as a view if it lasted more than two seconds on your screen, just so you know. But the Daily Mail screaming, it's the most watched, it blows Fox out of the... It did not. Social media will never at least not now, isn't anywhere close to surpassing what television does. It's just not going to be that quick of a medium shift, if ever. So you're being lied to if you're being told that. But just to illustrate how screwed up and evil the left is, this story from Semaphore. DOJ sues SpaceX for not hiring asylum seekers and refugees. They're going after Elon Musk for not hiring illegal aliens. Let's just be honest. Well, they're asylum seekers and refugees. That's the cover under which they're being released into the wild, not a real genuine status. So the U.S. Department of Justice on Thursday announced it's suing SpaceX over employment discrimination. See, try and find a conservative on a liberal college campus with tenure. You want to talk about employment discrimination. The Justice Department will never ever take up that cause. But you don't hire a couple of sweet, sweet, nourishing illegal aliens, then suddenly you're the problem. Well, how many PhD rocket scientists do you think are swimming across the Rio Grande, getting their pant legs stuck in the floating barrier down the Texas border? None? Negative one million of them? The concept is absurd. But 
They need janitors too. You want to talk about what the Democrats are truly doing and who they're screwing over. They're screwing over their own voter base. They're screwing over people who dropped out of high school or only have a high school education. That's who these illegal aliens are competing with for jobs. That's who the Justice Department is suing, trying to make Elon Musk hire. Those people tend to vote Democrat. Those, if they're Americans, tend to vote Democrat because they've bought into the lie that the Democrats support the little guy. They do not. The story continues, The DOJ alleges that SpaceX discouraged refugees and asylum seekers from applying to open positions and refused to hire those that did, according to the complaint. Good. Hire them, put them on a freaking rocket, and launch them down to the tip of South America. Make them make that walk all over again. According to the complaint, SpaceX job posting wrongly stated that only U.S. citizens and lawful permanent residents could apply for openings and that, quote, SpaceX's hiring practices were routine, widespread, and longstanding and harmed asylees and refugees, end quote. Under U.S. law, both asylum seekers and refugees are protected from hiring discrimination regardless of of citizen status, regardless of the uh, validity of their case. See, the Biden administration is granting these people these statuses without ever having to prove that they have them. In four or five years, maybe they'll get a court date they won't show up to, but it'll be too late at that point. You want to know who is getting screwed over by the Democrats again? It is the low-income, low-education, high school dropout or just high school graduate American citizen, the blue-collar, middle-class Americans that Democrats will swear six ways from Sunday that they are the party of and, in fact, the only ones who support, when, in fact, they're the only ones absolutely, completely screwing them over, hurting Americans towards the government teat. Get them on welfare, pay them not to work. That's why the labor force participation rate is so low. You get them fat and addicted to government money. You get them eating the government cheese. And then you've got Democrat voters for life. It truly is evil. Now you see why I tell you, Go out and disrupt these evil monsters' dinners somewhere. Why I wouldn't care? That's why. Or at least that's another reason why. Anyway, it is now 9.07. So it's time for me to get this popped up on the internet. And I got other stuff I got to do before I'm allowed to go to bed. I'm very much looking forward to Friday, the or Saturday morning, the Week in F and Review at uh, 7 a.m. on Saturday Eastern Time. If you happen to be up enough at WABC Radio, I think it's just WABC.com, but if you Google WABC Radio, the Bo Snerdly uh, show, the radio extravaganza on Saturday, I'm on with the first hour with him from 7 to 8. If you don't get enough of me swearing, and uh, you want to hear me with Bo Snerdly, there's your chance. Otherwise, I'll be back here on Monday. I appreciate you listening. Thanks for the time. And the pay- some, some people have emailed about, why are the shows so short? I've just been super swamped lately, honestly. And so you try sitting down at your desk with two kids in the background playing with cats, um, trying to record anything. And you do it without a single break. I do these live. This is 
I uh, play the audio live off of my computer and then I edit it in to sound better when I'm done. So this whole damn thing is done in real time. You try and do that, folks. If you do it, you can fill in for me next time I go somewhere. Nah, I don't mean to be a jerk. But yeah, I got a lot of stuff to do. Here's, hey, Quinn, come here. Say hello to everybody. Hello. And now you're in first grade now officially, aren't you? Yeah, I uh, I got in first grade um, yesterday. Excellent. And now you're carrying Stormy, the new kitten. Yeah. Daddy. And Bailey's here. Hello, Bailey. Daddy. Yes. Usually that little girl kitty, that, that girl kitty. Yeah, I yeah, know. Give me the fur. You got a big fur ball from Veruca. Thank you. You brushed her. Say hello to everybody, Bailey. Well, you don't wave. There's no, it's just audio. Okay. There you go. When you support the show at patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast or Derek Hunter.locals.com, that's where it all goes to them. So you know, even, if you, even if you don't like me, they're pretty awesome. I appreciate the support. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great day.